空空。RTHK News。It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. And top stories: the de- death toll from the coronavirus hits 811, outstripping the toll from the SARS epidemic almost 20 years ago. An executive councillor hits out at profiteering on the sale of face masks and says the government should consider stepping in. And the financial secretary warns that the coronavirus is likely to have a much bigger impact on Hong Kong than SARS did. The number of deaths from the coronavirus outbreak has risen to 811, taking the global count past that of SARS. In its latest update, daily update, the National Health Commission said there had been 89 new deaths from the virus, with 81 in hardest-hit Hubei Province, the epicenter of the outbreak. Walter Swong has more. The commission said the number of confirmed cases of the new virus reached 37,198 nationwide, with more than 2,600 new cases detected. The newly fatalities outside the mainland so far have been a Chinese man in the Philippines and a 39-year-old man in Hong Kong. The outbreak is believed to have emerged from a market that sold wild animals in Wuhan, the capital of Hubei Province. Yesterday, the World Health Organization said the number of new cases of the coronavirus could be stabilizing in Hubei Province, and that the outbreak remained concentrated there. The number of people who died from SARS or severe acute respiratory syndrome reached 774, and more than 8,000 were infected worldwide. But the percentage of deaths to cases from the new virus appears to be far lower. The World Health Organization also said the numbers seem to be stabilizing, but warned it was too early to predict whether it's peaked. Executive Councillor Jeffrey Lam says the government should consider reining in the price of face masks if prices continue to reach what he called ridiculous levels. Some pharmacies have doubled or even tripled prices because of the spread of the new deadly coronavirus. The Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker also told reporters after appearing on a radio program that he'd come across a pharmacy selling a box of masks for almost two thousand dollars. That's ridiculous, and I think that should be condemned. If The shortage will continue to last in Hong Kong. I suggest the government take some measure to control the sales and the price of the mask. Hong Kong people cannot afford two thousand dollars a box, and those people should be condemned for making this kind of fortune in this difficult time in Hong Kong. More than a thousand people lined up outside a shop in City Plaza in Taiku to buy surgical face masks. The queue extended to outside the shopping mall before sales began at 8:30 this morning. The shop is selling more than 2,000 boxes of face masks. Each person is allowed to buy one box for children and a box and a pack of three adult face masks. The financial secretary Paul Chan says the economic impact of the new coronavirus could be much more severe than that of SARS in 2003. Writing on, in his blog, Mr. Chan said the economic impact on Hong Kong will be more pronounced because this territory has become more reliant on tourism and retail trade over the past 17 years. The financial chief says he's carrying out a new assessment of the ongoing epidemic on Hong Kong's economy for his budget proposals, which will be unveiled late this month. Health officials say that in the past 24 hours, 468 people, 57 of them non-locals, were ordered into 14 days quarantine after returning from the mainland. The deputy secretary for Food and Health, Daniel Cheng, says that so far no one's been found in violation of the order during spot checks by police. The health chief, Sophia Chan, meanwhile called on people to be more inclusive about quarantine centres near their homes. The government plans to use a heritage lodge in Meifu, as well as a newly built public housing estate in Fultan, to house people returning from the mainland.
Pro-Beijing lawmaker Junius Ho says Hong Kong has a lot to learn from the mainland in its handling of the new coronavirus epidemic. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, he praised President Xi Jinping for being decisive in locking down the city of Wuhan. He said the international community is watching what the mainland and Hong Kong are doing in their efforts to contain the disease. China's swift response to containing the outbreak suggests the placing of approximately 11 million people in Wuhan city on lockdown was not an easy task any government can achieve. The fact that President Xi managed to accomplish this with such a high degree of efficiency can be boiled down to his professionalism and decision-making. I think Hong Kong has ways to go to catch up with that level of effectiveness, and she should pick up her pace before she lags further away from China. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. In other news, police arrested 60 people following disturbances at Sheung Tuck Estate in Cheung Kwano last night. Robert Kemp has more. In a Facebook post, the force said officers had bricks thrown at them and a police vehicle had been damaged. Protesters had gathered there to mark the death of a student who died during the anti-government protests in November. Officers fired tear gas and rubber baton rounds to disperse the crowd. Pepper spray was also used on some people who attempted to block roads in the area. University student Alex Chow died on November the 8th after falling from a car park in Changquano during a police operation to clear the area. Police made the arrest for unlawful assembly and disorderly conduct in a public place. The US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has warned state governors to be cautious in their business dealings with China. Speaking at a meeting in Washington, Mr Pompeo strongly criticised what he called Beijing's predatory business practices. When it comes to doing business... I'm asking you to adopt a cautious mindset. Trust but verify. Competition with China is happening inside of your state and it affects our capacity to perform America's vital national security functions. Indeed, under Xi Jinping, the country is moving exactly in the opposite direction. More repression, more unfair competition, more predatory economic practices. But you should know, this doesn't mean we can't do business with China. Mr. Pompeo also urged U.S. governors to resist Chinese pressure to shun Taiwan and warned that Beijing was increasingly taking its diplomatic battle to the local level. Beijing has denounced Mr. Pompeo's comments and said any attempts, any attempts to obstruct China's growth were doomed to fail. A Thai soldier who carried out a shooting spree at a shopping mall in the city of Nakhon Ratchasima has been shot dead by security forces. The gunman had been holed up in the mall overnight after killing 20 people yesterday. The BBC's Paddy Maguire reports. Just before the Thai authorities confirmed his death, ambulances could be seen rushing into the complex of the Terminal 21 shopping mall in the northeast of the country. The siege had lasted all night after security forces carried out a raid which freed hundreds of people hiding from the gunmen, but saw one of their own killed. Thai officials say the junior officer shot a colonel at his army barracks and stole weapons before opening fire, first at a Buddhist temple, then at the shopping mall. Football and with a look at the action in the English Premier League, which is in the middle of its first ever winter break, here's the BBC's John Bennett. But only four games this weekend, two of them today. This is because 
the Premier League has finally followed the, the lead of other big leagues across Europe by giving the players two weeks off mid-season. The schedule in England, though, is so hectic that they've had to stagger it. So 12 teams on holiday this weekend, eight teams playing this weekend. Everton and Crystal Palace, one of or two of the teams in action, they met in the early game. Everton winning 3-1 to continue their revival under the, the leadership of Carlo Ancelotti, very experienced, successful manager. They were in the bottom three two months ago. Now they're in seventh after this 3-1 win over Crystal Palace. Just a point off fifth as well. So the Everton boss, Carlo Ancelotti, now looking to finish the season strongly. Honestly, I have to be happy about the run that we had in these 40 days. When I arrived here, the players, the club, everyone did a fantastic uh, work. But season is not finished yet. And we have a possibility to fight for the Europa League. And this is our target for the next games. In the late game, Brighton came back from a goal down to salvage a point at home to Watford with a one-all draw. And relatives of a group of young footballers who died in a fire in Brazil a year ago have complained they're not being allowed to mark the anniversary of the tragedy. The BBC's Leonardo Rocha reports. Ten teenagers aged between 14 and 16 died when the dormitory caught fire in the middle of the night in the city of Rio de Janeiro. The boys were sleeping in adapted containers without direct adult supervision while the club finished work on their youth team accommodation. Flamengo was exonerated of any criminal responsibility, but Brazilian prosecutors recommended that the club pay a fixed amount to each family every month. One year later, no agreement has been reached and many of the families are struggling. One parent said all he wanted today was to light a candle for his son in the place where he died. Rugby and England got their Six Nations campaign on track with a 13-6 win over Scotland at Murrayfield. That saw them regain the Calcutta Cup. Earlier, Ireland beat Wales 24-14 at Lansdowne Road to keep their Grand Slam hopes on track. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The death toll from the coronavirus hits 811, outstripping the toll from the SARS epidemic almost 20 years ago. An executive councillor hits out a profiteering on the sale of face masks. And the financial secretary warns that the coronavirus is likely to have a much bigger impact on Hong Kong's economy than SARS. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. 